And so one of the things that we as a community have been doing, community of economic development organizations here in Memphis, we came together early in this, in this crisis, uh, have been meeting weekly to make sure that we are connecting our technical resources, our small business development center, connecting them to a broader spectrum of business, not just tech, not just startup, but connecting those resources those very smart people who know how to do business, how to, how to reposition businesses, how to rethink business plans, positioning them with some of our more traditional businesses, be that medical device, be that ag tech, be that distribution, be that neighborhood serving businesses, so that we are infusing those companies both with uh, a better understanding of the world today, better understanding of what the world might be, and more, most importantly, how they can capitalize on it. This is Fabiola Florenville of Blueprint Creative Group. We provide strategic communications counsel during times of opportunity, change, and crisis. And while we're coming out of a current crisis, uh, you're tuning into this economic development podcast, which essentially is uh, allowing voices from around the industry to share how they're also uh, taking their region out of this crisis. And today's guest is Reed Doberger, who is the president and CEO of the Economic Development Growth Engine for Memphis and Shelby County. Hi, Reed. How are you? I'm great, thank you. Yeah, so let's talk about recovery and resiliency uh, within your region. What does that look like right now? Well, I suspect like in a lot of regions, um, it's mainly a wait and see. We, while we are working uh, with a lot of our local companies to help them survive and recover from the pandemic, the truth is there is an enormous amount of uncertainty in our world today about what the not only what the pandemic, but what the post-pandemic world will look like. Um, what is brick-and-mortar retail going to look like in the future? What is office space and you know, the demand for office space going to look like? Uh, hospitality, entertainment, across the various spectrum, um, there is more uncertainty today than uh, at any point that I can remember. And when there's uncertainty, we, we see more than anything else is businesses pausing. Uh, they're not making the go, no-go decision. They're taking the wait-and-see uh, attitude. What does the world look like afterwards? Uh, and uh, uncertainty about uh, international supply chains. Where are goods going to be coming from? And what we see is just an amazing amount of uncertainty in our world today. With that said, even in uncertainty and uh, challenges and crisis such as this current one, that's where you also see a lot of innovation and ingenuity, um, particularly as the dust is starting to settle. So with the, which of your industries would you say is certainly rising to the occasion and have found a really good sweet spot and they're pivoting and you're seeing where that could potentially lead to a potential growth opportunity for your region to exploit and further leverage? Well, we're seeing a few of those. Memphis is, a, for those of your audience who don't know, Memphis is a major distribution, uh, an international freight hub. We boast uh, the nation's largest uh, freight cargo airport by tonnage, five class one railroads, the nation's fifth largest in the port. So they, Memphis traditionally has been a freight and distribution town. The growth of e-commerce um, spurred by the pandemic, but of course also a long-term trend, has been good to us. Um, and it's something that we expect will continue to grow. And so this market is positioning itself to capture an even larger share of that distribution space. We believe that 
but transportation infrastructure, I just mentioned, positions as well for whatever the international supply chains look like coming out of this pandemic. Uh, but to prepare for that, we are making improvements both at our airport, uh, but also along at the International Port of Memphis, our river port, in order to better capitalize on freight flows, which we believe on the inland waterway system will move uh, from essentially bulk cargo moving in open barges today and historically to a more containerized world on the inland waterway system. And we're preparing for that with new investments in at the International Port of Memphis. And at the same time, we believe that as a community that has traditionally exported talent, uh, exported college-educated talent, uh, but that also boasts a high quality of life and a low cost of living, that we will be well positioned for a shift uh, if the economy truly shifts to a more distributed or uh, remote workforce, uh, particularly as it relates to technology and also to uh, back office shared services positions. And so we are uh, talking with our real estate developers about uh, office projects uh, as part of mixed-use developments, particularly in our downtown area. Uh, and uh, to our telecommunications firms about enhancing the uh, capacity for 5G and, and other advanced communications technology so that we can better position ourselves to, to leverage the fact that we are home to three Fortune 500 world headquarters, uh, the home of Tennessee's largest bank and St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Yeah, so you know, when you speak of exporting talent, that likely reveals an opportunity for uh, also companies and major organizations that are looking for second headquarters, you know, or even other markets to continue to expand on. And when you mentioned the transition and the shift uh, into e-commerce, are you seeing a lot of new startups or even expansions in your uh, existing uh, tech businesses in this space that are taking on some of the challenges and opportunities that e-commerce is presenting these days? What we're seeing is that existing companies in that space uh, companies that are in the first few years of their life are, are seeing the opportunity of a lifetime. We have a robust entrepreneurial support uh, ecosystem here in the city of Memphis, a series of, of accelerators and incubators and technical support organizations. And so we have seen a flow of startups. Uh, and given the nature of our economy, we will come as no surprise. Uh, we see a fair amount of those uh, related to the freight industry. We also see a fair number of those related to medical technology, particularly orthopedic devices, because we are a major manufacturing center for orthopedic devices. And so uh, we have that kind of base of support. What those companies have seen uh, over the last few months, uh, in particular, is just this explosion of interest right. in uh, what they're doing and where what they might be doing, where they might be going. And so it has been good for companies in that space, even as it has been challenging to more traditional, particularly big brick and mortar companies that have been forced to close because of the pandemic. So yes, we are seeing uh, the pandemic help those companies in their startup space. We are seeing existing major players like Amazon, who now has several facilities in our community with a very large facility just coming online at the end of the year. Seeing existing entities boost their presence here in the city, sort of bulking up, if I might say, uh, their e-commerce distribution networks. And so uh, seeing strength on both sides of the equation. So I can imagine that, uh, especially as there becomes more clarity in uh, some of these trends, perhaps your entity, Edge, 
we'll likely start to see some initiatives or even investments um, be wrapped around some of these startups and the growth that you're seeing around these innovation companies. That's exactly right. As I mentioned earlier, right now, to a large extent, we are focused on helping existing firms uh, survive the pandemic, number one. Secondly, to identify growth opportunities, because as you uh, very correctly noted, crisis creates opportunity. And so those companies that are looking for it, positioned for it, and resourced for it, uh, will do better. We know that our small and medium-sized firms don't have that kind of capacity internally. They're just not big enough. And so one of the things that we as a community have been doing, community of economic development organizations here in Memphis, we came together early in this, in this crisis, uh, have been meeting weekly to make sure that we are providing not only financial resources to our existing firms. For example, my organization launched a new grant program uh, for small locally owned firms in our distressed inner city neighborhoods. And to date, we've done 88 grants totaling about a half a million dollars. Wow. Some of our peers have done like programs. So, yes, we're providing financial support, survival support for existing businesses, but perhaps in the long term, almost as important. We are connecting our technical resources, our small business development center, the assets at our university. We have a network of innovation and entrepreneurial support programs, connecting them to a broader spectrum of business, not just tech, not just startup, but connecting those resources, those very smart people who know how to do business, how to to reposition businesses, how to rethink business plans, positioning them with some of our more traditional businesses, be that medical device, be that ag tech, be that distribution, be that neighborhood-serving businesses, so that we are infusing those companies both with uh, a better understanding of the world today, better understanding of what the world might be, and more most importantly, how they can capitalize on it. Okay, well, I thank you for sharing that. Thank you for adding your uh, thoughts and uh, contributing it to the podcast. Truly my pleasure. Thanks again for tuning in to the Economic Development Podcast presented by Blueprint Creative Group. There's more episodes featuring economic development leaders throughout the country, and we thank all of the participants for sharing their perspectives. Check out all of the episodes in this series at blueprintcreativegroup.com slash economic development.